This is SAFM Breakfast. SAFM. And on Friday. <laughs> that, that helped. <laughs> keep, keep going. What it's is it? time for... What? What do you mean? The week that was. Oh, God. When now? Are we playing it now? Hit it now. Hit it now. Okay. So now. From, now. The okay. from the week. From the week. The, the highlights and the lowlights. Okay, all right. Here we go. Uh, go now. SAFM Breakfast. Guys, what a week. Now, obviously, nature is all around us. And you don't have to look very far to find both immense beauty and unparalleled terror. But in the end, it's all natural, baby. Now, let's start this thing off with some unparalleled terror, shall we? A Melbourne man has filmed the moment he lifted his car boot and found a huntsman guarding an egg sack, which is known to carry another 200 baby huntsmen. I would torch the car. (laughs) Just burn the car and push off a cliff. It's yours now, Mrs. Huntsman. Bye-bye. <laughs> 1,600 furry little legs. <laughs> and you're driving and it drops out of the visor or it runs up your no, leg. I, mean, no. I don't need any more challenges when I'm driving. <laughs> if he'd left it another 10 minutes, that spider would have hot-wired the car and driven itself to the hospital. <laughs> hmm, I think I might just curl up in a ball and die. Please, someone, show me the beautiful part of nature before I go. I love it when there's something happening with the moon and then your um, social media feed is just full of people. <laughs> Blurry shots of a light. <laughs> I, I know. It's like a tiny dot. Did you see the photo of the moon over the Empire State Building? Oh, no, I did not. It's unbelievable. It's got it right at the tip of the Empire State Building. It's an oh. amazing photo. Yeah, because they've got the moon over there as well. I kind of thought it was just something happening in Australia. <laughs> Beck, have I got news for you? They also get the sun. Like when Neil Armstrong walked on the moon, everyone went, what is this thing? Why? I don't understand. Oh. I don't understand it either, Limo. I don't understand how Beck is... Or just Beck, I guess. Are you okay, Beck? Do, do we need to call triple zero or something? I have tried to teach my six-year-old son about dialing triple zero, and he just can't quite work it out. So I say, now, if there's an emergency, he'll go, what's wrong? I go, well, nothing's wrong now. Yeah. But if there is, But when anyway, you get to we can't your quite... age, anything could happen. That's right. I mean, you might not wake up from that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a high-risk unit, I tell you. <laughs> Easy there, Beck. If we're talking about high-risk units, just remember what your financial planner said about you and your husband, James. My husband decided to help me and to help the family that he would call in a financial planner. She looked us up and down and she knows how old we are and she oh. said you guys are prime get a disease and die. Age. Oh. Hey, you're a financial advisor or a motivational speaker? And then I had to say it. <laughs> well, I guess being inexcusably rude is just in that lady's nature and I guess it's just in Limo's nature to be an absolute gun at impersonations. You don't have a big impersonation <laughs> no. range if I can give you that. Oh. <laughs> okay, uh, Mr. Lehman, you're making my impersonation. Yeah, g'day, guys. Had a couple too many. Might have a little light out. Now hear me do the Queen. G'day, guys. How you going? <laughs> the Queen here. Oh, g'day, the Queen. It's uh, Rebecca Morse here. And uh, see amazing impersonations. You guys want to hear my Cobra impersonation? Hi, I'm an unholy creation let loose in nature and I'm here to terrorise this Indian hotel pool. I was in India many years ago. We were staying in this hotel and I went to go for a swim in the hotel and there was a cobra at the end of the pool. How long was the cobra? Oh, I don't know. Been there a couple of hours, I guess. (laughs) And... (laughs) I was in a deck chair sitting in a cocktail. I very relaxed. I think I was reading a John Grisham novel. Oh, yeah. John Grisham. <laughs> no, I reckon Cobra's like Matthew Riley. It was 2002. Come on, it was John Grisham. And it was about to have a dip. Another snake was rubbing sunblock into his mouth. <laughs> hey, 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 calm 
down. If Limo wants to talk about rubbing sunblock on his snake, then he can. After all, it's only natural. <laughs> Gross. See you next week, guys. SAFM Breakfast. SAFM. Hanson, we're getting keen for Hanson. SAFM gone Hanson, and we're just as surprised as you are. Please welcome Zach from Hanson. Zach Hanson, yeah. good morning. <laughs> wow, that might be uh, the best intro I've ever had. Oh. <laughs> It is, not, it is our pleasure. You're not sick of hearing that song yet? <laughs> <laughs> you know, that doesn't even count as that song. That was just something altogether, uh, you know. Uh, is, well, is a vegetable burger a burger? It's, yeah, it's like you, a make burger. A, you make a very good point there, Zach. Uh, it has been 25 years, and it's interesting reading about you guys, and people measure your 25 years in so, all sorts of interesting ways. I've read one headline that says, 25 years and 15 kids later. And I've, right. read a, I've read another one that says 25 years and six albums later. How do you right. measure the last 25 years? <laughs> oh, day by day. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. Yeah, no, pro- probably the craziest thing about this is, is looking out into an audience and seeing that mix of fans, right? When we started, it was pretty much all fans our age. And so they were teenagers, you know, somewhere 11 to 17, mm. right? And now you look out and you still see these 11-year-olds, but the, the 11-year-olds coming with the 35-year-old or the 40-year-old mom or dad that has loved the band and followed the band for years. And it's this crazy thing to see kind of your aspiration is to still be relevant to people decades later, telling stories that will still help other people through their life. But but then you see it happen, it kind of like blows you away. So you're playing in Adelaide tomorrow night at the Heinley Street Music Hall and we've been inundated with fans saying, please tell us if they're coming into the studio because we want to be there. But unfortunately, you're still yeah. in Sydney. So we've got you on the phone. But what we have done is get some of those super fans who are going to be in the audience in Adelaide tomorrow so they can speak to you personally and oh uh, ask you their questions. Uh, Ashley in Seaton. Meet Zach Hansen. Hello, Hello Zach. Ashley. How are you? I'm pretty good. How are you? I'm good. I feel like I'm 15 again. Um, <laughs> uh, my question for you is this. When I was 15, I wanted to marry you more than anything in the world. Um, okay. You, you obviously married a fan. Um, I now have a 15-year-old daughter. What tips can I give her to land a superstar? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well, well, uh, in my wife's case, it's it's uh, it's a pretty high bar because she is uh, was a model and is beautiful and smart and uh, like sort of all these unachievable things. Where I feel like I was the one landing someone, not Aww. not the other way around. <laughs> um, but uh, you know, I think I think meeting the right person is about being <laughs> in the right place at the right time and and knowing that you're looking for them. I think you know. Excellent. Thank you so much. I look forward to seeing you. Saturday. Okay, see you then. <laughs> oh, good on you, Ashley. Ex- excellent advice. You sounded a bit like Dr. Phil just then, yeah, Zach. It was very, very impressive. <laughs> uh, and uh, Beck, who have we got there? Uh, Meg in Hallett Cove. What's your question for Zach? I'm just wondering what the strangest thing you've ever eaten <laughs> was because I've just pulled my baby out of the plant pot and oh. eaten dirt. Oh. <laughs> okay. Well, don't, don't worry about dirt. I mean, all of us need to eat a little dirt. I think, you know, that's just part of our, our makeup. 
Uh, strangest thing. I mean, we, we've traveled the world. This year we'll be in 21 countries playing shows by uh, the end when we finish in New Zealand. Um, and, uh, you know, I mean, frogs and sharks and crocodiles and, mm. um, you know, different, strange parts of animals, you know, organs and hearts and testicles, those kind of things. <laughs> um, you know, you, you kind of got to try it all once. Wow. That's, <laughs> um, that's one but I, I don't know that funny. one sticks out as being, um, you know, worse than the other. Uh, at certain point, you're, you're just on a food dare show and you're kind of going, oh, OK. I uh, haven't tried a ghost pepper yet, but I'm uh, I'm not planning on it. Uh, uh, there you go, Meg. There's a little menu for you to get stuck into <laughs> moving yeah, forward. Yeah, for the baby. <laughs> there we go. Uh, thank you, Meg. Zach, you're a very good sport, Zach. Yeah. Good on you. <laughs> Zach, we're so excited you're going to be in Adelaide tomorrow night. We ha- hope you have a great show, and thanks for your time this morning. Zach Hansen from Hansen. Thanks, guys. Yeah. SAFM Breakfast. SAFM. At every stage of a woman's life, people have questions, like if you've been dating someone for a while... When are you getting engaged? When's he going to pop the question? Then when's the wedding? And then the minute you get married, oh, when are you going to have kids? People are very nosy. Yeah, and then you have one kid and people say, so when when are you having number two? When's the next one coming along? What's the gap? What (laughs) gap are you going to have? And that really (laughs) ignores the fact that that could be so damaging and hurtful to a woman who can't have children or wants to have children but doesn't have a partner at the time or doesn't want to have children. I mean, we just put so many values um, on, on women and so much priority in baby making. Um, but it's a bit also, it's just no one else's business. No, absolutely. Just mind, mind your beeswax, as they'd say <laughs> on uh, Kath and Kim. Mind your own beeswax. Well, Jennifer Aniston at the age of 53 has finally come out and said she has acknowledged that the ship has sailed for her. Oh. She now knows that at 53 she cannot have a baby. Um, But that is not uh, from lack of trying. She's basically revealed that for years and years she went through IVF. She did all the tricks. She said she drank particular Chinese tea. She was desperate to have a baby. Um, And then all the while there was this speculation in all of those trashy gossip mags that she was pregnant and there was twins. And I, these magazines, I'll tell you. So here are some of the headlines. So this is from... Uh, your new ideas mm. and your woman's days and these types of magazines. Uh, pregnant and alone. And that's with a picture of her looking quite upset. But she might have just stubbed her toe out the front of a cafe. I mean, who knows? <laughs> What's going on there? Next one. Jen, twins. Jen's pregnant. My baby miracle. I'll raise this baby alone. <laughs> Jen's big secret. Jen's big secret. Pregnant. Pregnant at 40. Jen, I'm pregnant with twins. Yes, I'm pregnant with twins. Jen, pregnant bride. <laughs> A baby for Jen. Jen's finally oh, pregnant. Really? I oh mean, for God. God's sake, and it goes on and on and on. I spoke to a bloke once who works for one of these magazines. Mm. I can't remember if it was New Idea or Woman's Day, one of the two. And I said, how do you live with yourself? Yeah. Mm. With that absolute bollocks that you write every week in that magazine. And he goes, and he said, oh, look, it's a job that pays the bills. I said, but you just make stuff up. He goes, the rule for me is as long as there's a kernel of truth, that's enough, and I'll just make up the rest of the story. I was like, how do you even, how, how do you sleep at night? In bed. Honestly. I know. Unbelievable. The thing, um, and also some of the paparazzi pictures are her on the beach, and her stomach it has a slight curve to it, like every woman does if they're bloated or they've just had a bowl of pasta. She didn't at all look pregnant. Mm. So 
So you're feeling self-conscious as it is. And maybe she's bloated because she's going through IVF and that, mm. that you know, and, and to imagine, if, yeah. If a slight curve to your stomach means you've been pregnant, <laughs> <laughs> I've been gestating for about 25 years. <laughs> All right, we love you, Jen. Don't buy them. Yeah, don't. don't buy those <laughs> stupid mags. Congratulations, no, Lingo. That's amazing. <laughs> Thank you. SAFM Breakfast. SAFM. Christmas pageant tomorrow. 300,000 people expected. That is a lot of people hitting the streets. Uh-huh. In the city. So what is your Christmas pageant hack? We're taking your calls on 131060. Christy from Blakeview, what's your pageant hack? Good morning. Happy pageant eve. <laughs> oh, oh, thank you. Live on. You're excited, Christy. I can I'm tell. I'm excited because we stay in the hotel and we get a balcony. So there's my brother and sister-in-law with five kids. And this year for the first time, I've got my partner and his three kids. So we oh. all like, have our rooms with balconies and sit and watch it. So... Roll on past. It's yep. great. Brilliant. That's great. Well done. How early did you have to get in to book the hotel? When did you book yeah, it? Yeah, it's been a few months. Yes, yeah, yeah. about four or five months ago. Yep. Oh, you're yep. a planner. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Oh, <laughs> I love planners. Yeah. Good on you, Christy. Well done. Taylor in Semaphore, uh, what's your pageant hack? Good morning, guys. How are you? Good. No, we're, we're excited, Taylor. Oh, and everybody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, uh, my how can hack you help is- us? Yeah, so going to get my partner to go in early and sit there all day. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you've got to delegate. Oh, right. <laughs> what t- when you say early, what time do you send him down there, Taylor? Um, about 5, 5.30. Okay. okay. Hang on, just to be clear, this is tomorrow morning, not tonight. Yes, yes, tomorrow morning. Some tomorrow people morning. do get there, like at, at sort of midnight, I reckon, is the earliest tomorrow. Mm. I feel no, tonight. Like, I tell Sorry, you, midnight tonight. Mm, They'll be heading it down mm, there. Mm. You'd want to get a good spot at 5.30 in the morning, surely. Yeah. I would have thought. Mm. Um, you're going to get an excellent spot at midnight tonight. Karen in the southeast, what's your Christmas pageant hack? Hey, yeah. Um, I'm actually leaving to come up to um, Navarca, and then I'm going to drive to Adelaide with all of the gear for the for the kids, for the pageant. Mm. And we're going to yep. be setting up at about 4.30. That's the man I am. All right, and what, what's your spot? I know people sort of have their traditional spots they always go to. Karen, do you have a favourite corner or? No, nah, listen, I come, I'm in Mount, I come from Mount Gambier, so my daughter will be, we're going to be um, checking out the route tonight when I get, well, mm-hmm. when I get to Mount Barker. Yeah. And then yeah. they're going to load me car up and I'll uh, head in at about, I'll leave Mount Barker about 3.30, yeah. I think right. you said. Mm. All right, drive safely, yeah, Karen. Yeah, be very careful. Drive safe, and uh, I think you're going to be in for a fantastic morning, Karen. Uh, but as we said, Tom from The Bomb will be chatting with soon. Uh, the Christmas pageant is a mystery to outsiders, though. Yeah, it is. Some people from outside South Australia just don't get the Christmas pageant. Mm. I was listening to uh, SEN last night, listening to the T20 cricket commentary. Exciting, Beck. I bet you wish you were with me. <laughs> so, so was I. What do you mean? We weren't broadcasting it? I just, oh. <laughs> yeah. oh, no. God. Sadly, it wasn't on SAFM. Otherwise, I would have been listening to listening SAFM's to commentary. I was with Abby, personally. <laughs> you go, but, same, you know, that's same. just me. Yeah. Uh, anyway, Jared Waitley was commentating the T20 clash between England and India. Of course, I was listening. Uh, it was played at Adelaide Oval. And during the day, Jared Waitley said during the commentary that a few of the commentators... Ah, uh, just to stretch their legs, went for a walk down King William Street. Mm. And this is how he reported last night on what happened. Went for a wander at lunchtime. And on King William, evidently they have a sound system up and down King William that they pipe music. 
And for 12 minutes straight, Jingle Bell Rock was playing. Oh, wow. I thought, what the hell is going on here? And I think all of us around, the old pedestrians, were thinking, oh, there must be a, a video being filmed here. Christmas pageant on Saturday, Jared. Right, so we get up for it. Just get the sound ready. Oh, really? It's a funny town, isn't it? Get your Christmas tree out, Flem. They're expecting 400,000 to that. Are you serious? Read it the paper. Must be true. It's a funny town. It's not a funny town. It's a funny town. Get stuff, Jared. Yeah, get stuff. Get stuff. It's a city, also. It's not a town. It's a country town. It's a city. We got a test with a sound system. Yes. And you're sitting there, one of the best sports. Sporting venues in the world, exactly. by the way, at Adelaide yeah. Oval, doing the commentary. Yeah. Must be uh, a really there exciting uh, game of cricket. That's <laughs> and this is T20. It's not a test match. They found time in a T20 game yeah. to have a chat about Jingle Bell Rock. The big question everyone's asking, Rebecca Morse, oh. is about the weather. the weather. What's going to be happening? The weather's mm-hmm. been all over the shop mm-hmm. lately. We've had thunderstorms, lightning, so we need to know what the forecast is for the time of the pageant. So let's chat to Tom from the bomb. Tom, what's happening pageant-wise, weather-wise? Yes, uh, well, look, unfortunately, uh, we do have another low-pressure system moving across um, uh, from the west and ahead of that low there is going to be a, uh, a cloud band with some showers in it so uh, um, yeah the forecast uh, for Saturday is for some showers to be developing already in the morning period there mm-hmm. and look there is a possibility of a thunderstorm in there as well we're looking at a maximum Ew. of 24 degrees so yeah not ideal okay. at this stage so Tom I'm looking at the bomb app here and from 7:30 a.m. it's telling me there could be rain and then by the time it gets to sort of 1:30 there's definitely going to be rain yeah well that that's right Lima. I mean that's sort of looking like the, the way the situation is unfortunately with a low pressure <laughs> system and a, and a band of cloud ahead of oh. it uh, yeah Just... we're uh, you're going to have to prepare for some wet weather yeah. I think okay oh, pop, pack the ponchos yeah. I enjoy that Tom the expert tells us and then Lemo gets on the app <laughs> and then yeah, just let's, read. No, yeah let's leave I it just Tom, wanted mate. to get the yeah. I just wanted to get the specific times <laughs> I really need specifics Tom is my is my thing uh, look pack an umbrella I guess that's the advice for uh, yeah, I'm not sure what the uh, etiquette is on umbrellas. Yeah, umbrella, the pageant, yeah. But... no. Oh, poncho. Yeah, yeah. A poncho or yeah, a big poncho. Um, hoodie, like a puffer with a hood, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think. Yeah. Not, not umbrellas. You don't want to get an umbrella no. in the eye when Santa's coming down. That's right. That's right. And yeah. just to, and Tom, can we confirm with you that Santa will not be frightened by any weather? He'll be there, rain, hail oh. or shine? Well, he comes from a cold climate, doesn't he? So I hope yeah, he'll so. be okay. Good on you, of Tom. Course. Thank you, Tom, from the bomb. Thank you. Thank you, mate. SAFM Breakfast. Here at the SAFM Breakfast Show, we like to have fun. And what's more fun than cold, hard facts? It's Fun Fact Friday. Yeah. We've never had so much fun at Fun Fact Friday. How do you think this was by the levels of enthusiasm? Oh, my God. You know what I love about this? It started with me and a fact that ended up being wrong. That's I said true. to you guys the other day, yes. Tom Hanks has never sworn in a you film. Did, and yeah. you both went, wow, that's amazing. That's then I thought I'd better check that. I checked it. Anyways, sworn in 12 films 32 <laughs> times, but whatever. Yeah. And then we said, if we're going to do fun facts, it has to be on a day that starts with F. So here yeah. we are. And it doesn't have to, you know what? Because that's not true, but it's still a fun fact, whether it's true or not. Beck, have okay. you got one? Got one. Um, yes. Got? Uh, apparently, sticking with the movie theme, you'll never see an iPhone in a baddie's hand. Ooh. Apple wants the brand oh, to be really? all positive. Yeah. 
is. If, if, you've, if you've seen oh. one, don't, don't at me. <laughs> I, I love it. Danielle in Cockatoo Valley, what's your fun fact for Friday? Good morning, guys. Uh, fun fact for today is uh, that 90% of people, when they go to the pub and order a meal, will uh, taste the chips first to ensure that it's a uh, good meal. That's how you know it's a good meal. All right. I, that's oh, true. Yeah. That's true. I would always pinch a chip first or pinch it from someone else's yeah. plate. I, di- I did. I stole a chip off my son's plate last there night at go. the pub. There you go. Right on it, Daniel. Mm-hmm. Well done. Fun good fact one. Friday. I like it. Adam in, Adam in Mile End, uh, what's your fun fact for our Friday? Uh, fun fact is you, you can't look at something without reading it if it's actually got words on it. And I live in my land, so he goes fine. Sorry. Yeah, no, we're good. Ah, oh, oh. that's actually true. You can't look at something and without, without reading, reading it. it. It's so I'm trying to look at things without reading them now. I can't stop myself. <laughs> stop reading. <laughs> I can't stop reading them. Ah, <laughs> oh, that is great. Uh, Daniel in Manapara, it's Fun Fact Friday. What's yours? Hang on. Uh, my fun fact is that if you push. Yeah. Oh no! Oh, f- oh no! No phone. Daniel, we'll just give you a moment to sort your phone oh, out really there. I really wanted You're to just... hear that one too. I, it sounds like it's going to be a good one. Humble. So hang on there, Daniel. We'll just sort your phone out. Yeah. Uh, Cameron in Windvale, what's your fun fact for our Friday? Okay, so apparently uh, you consume zero point zero zero one of a calorie every time you lick an envelope. So if you were to lick, Ooh. you know, nine hundred and ninety nine more, that's one calorie. Good look out for so, and, so and I read right. it on a carton colder cap, so it's got to be true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. There's a lot of blokes calling. George Costanza's wife died from licking envelopes, <laughs> didn't she? In she yeah, because because he bought the cheap envelopes because he wanted to save money on the invitations. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. That's right. And we're still laughing about it. Back to Daniel. <laughs> Daniel. All right, Daniel. Uh, are you there? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I'm here now. Sorry go, about that. <laughs> All right. What is uh, it? If you pin- pinch your elbow skin, like with your nails and stuff like that, it doesn't actually cause pain. Oh, right. Okay. Your elbow skin. Everyone's doing it now. Yeah, I'm doing it. It doesn't really, you can't really feel it, can no. you? No, like if you pinch your normal skin, it'll hurt, but your elbow skin, it doesn't, it doesn't hurt. It's like a horse. <laughs> there you go. All right. Fun what's, fact. What's Thank going you. on with the elbow there? Uh, let's go to uh, Lisa in Ingle Farm. What's your fun fact for our Friday? Hey guys, um, it's Australia's first police force was made up of its best behaved convicts. <laughs> well, hang on, just say that again for us, Lisa. Sorry. Australia's first police force was made up of Australia's best behaved convicts. Oh, I love that. It makes that is sense, very good gear. Oh, yeah. that's courtesy of Tally Ho right there. All these smoking all the years, I had to read the fun facts in the back oh. of the paper all the time. <laughs> fun facts on rollies now? I love it. <laughs> that's great. Well, you've oh, got it. Once you've read about how the smoking's going to kill you, it's nice that we inhale a fun fact. There you go. Thank you, At Lisa. the same time. Hey, I've got another one uh, for you, yeah. which I've just discovered go. today. China, the country... Extends over five time zones, but only has one. So that would be like if Australia had one time for the whole country at the same time. Yeah, not as fun. I tuned out. To yeah. yep. um, <laughs> someone has written. I on was Facebook. real. I was really into that fact. <laughs> someone on Facebook in the that house of wax movie. One of the beds in the burning wax museum was made out of peanut butter, so it would melt easily. Oh. Ancient mm. Egyptians, thank you, Beth, there would you crush go. up the shells of beetles for mm. glittery eyeshadow. Mm-hmm. SAFM Breakfast. SAFM. Dex is.
Well, it's expected to be officially announced today that we, South Australia, have won the magic round. Yeah, massive. Next April, massive. all of the games will be played in South Australia. Yeah. Well done, us. Uh, that's it, because New South Wales put in a very strong bid for that. So hats off to Peter Malinowskis and his team for getting yeah. that. It's huge for South Australia. So we've got John Olsen and David Kosh to sort of unite uh, in the push to have it here. Um, also, it's just Sydney gets everything, you know. They've had the Olympics. Nah, they can get stuff, Sydney seriously. gets everything. So yes. give us a go. Uh, we'll have magic around. Yeah. And um, they're going to be played uh, largely at Adelaide Oval, of course, but I think a few SNFL grounds oh. and a couple out in the country as yeah. well. Mm. How good. Spend a day out in the Barossa, mm. get lots of people to come in and yeah. fill up our hotels nice. and, yeah, and hopefully our teams uh, get, a, get a win. Don't do the old uh, disappearing trick as part of my... Oh, yeah. there we go I for know. Magic Round. I know. Well I, done. I used that gag the first time around, but... Yeah. Yeah, well done. Is this is Travis Boak sawing Xavier Dersmer in half at half <laughs> time? Oh, don't. Poor Zave. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> you, you know what? You know my screen time is not great. Yep. And I spend a oh, lot yeah. of it browsing Instagram. So the second there's a change, I notice it. There's been an update, but I haven't got it on my phone. So I'm feeling major FOMO. So when you go into your messages, now apparently, yep. and you've got this, haven't you? You just looked this I've morning. I've got it here. You can do like a status update. It's called notes. So you see the photo of the person and then it's sort of like the old school Facebook update. Oh, so I've got one here from someone. It says, I'm glad these disappear unlike my, unlike my Facebook status updates. Oh, okay. So do they disappear? They must just be a 24-hour thing like your story. But you, uh, there wouldn't be much space to write on them either because it's just like in a small circle. Is anyone saying anything interesting on yours? So M. Rusciano says, November and 8 p.m. have the same energy. Oh, yeah, I kind of see what she's saying there. Where does it No, pop up? I reckon October it, and 8 p.m. have the same energy. How does it work? It, is it, so you go to your messages. So you go oh, to your little top right message yeah. section where all your DMs are. So all the people who slide in is yours empty beliefs. Yeah, it is. <laughs> You're like, oh, no one sent me a message. Um, if anyone responds to your story or sends you a DM, it's in that little oh, category. Okay. And then along the top, there's a row. But I don't have it yet. So I don't know whether they're staggering it. I don't know whether they're trying to reduce my screen time. Oh, anyway, right. you should do an, so, do an update. Uh, Adam Nicholas says, what's better than eating a mandarin? Oh, that's so, a yeah, naughty one. Oh, okay. Yeah. I see it. Oh, you got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Someone said, it? be kind. Someone says, my husband is smoking hot. Ooh. That's not me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, I haven't got it. Anyway, there go. uh, they're just, they're, uh, they're tinkering around the edges to try and compete with TikTok. Okay. And right. and Facebook. Uh, and some breaking news, Lehman. I bring this uh, for you because it's in your wheelhouse. Oh, yep. Yes. Rod Stewart. What? At the age of 77, announcing a tour of Australia. Oh, my God. Yes. Next year. Yeah. Is it next year? Yeah. Oh, this is so... Where's he Where's he playing? I've got to make notes. Uh, I think he's pa- playing uh, Rest Haven. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is his nursing home tour. Is that... Oh, the... <laughs> uh, oh there we go. Uh, and don't tell me tickets are... Four pound thrippers. <laughs> <laughs> also, I mean, he better hurry. He better get here. <laughs> hey, and yeah, I'm not buying a ticket this far out. I'm not that, I'm not that optimistic. Hey, who's his, who's his support act? Do we know that they've been named yet? No, I've got him here. Here he is. Oh, great man. She ain't what she used to be. Ain't what she used to be. Very good. Ain't what she used to be. Not bad. I know he streams this podcast. He's got a lot of songs. It'll be a great concert. Oh, yeah. He's, uh, and he'll be 78 when he gets here. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> SAFM Breakfast. SAFM.
Every day for almost a year, Josh Nally, who is on the socials as Living Dead Josh, posted TikToks of himself dead, lying <laughs> in different spots in the hopes he would be cast in that role. And his dream has come true and he joins us now. Josh, for a start, why? Why did you start? I mean, why not? I've been yeah. chasing that 15 minutes of fame. <laughs> well, it seems you've well and truly got it, Josh. So... Just to be clear for people playing along at home, every day for 321 days, you posed dead on and posted it to TikTok. That's correct. Yeah. And what's the what sort of range of locations did you present over those 321 days? Been everywhere from forest to dead-end creeks to pools to on top of a bar, alleyways in a entrances of businesses. And how many days of playing dead before you got your big break? About 321 before I announced it. So it was mid-July when I found out myself. So where did you finally get this gig? I, I got cast on CSI Vegas. That's big. Wow. That Massive. is big. Massive. And your dead body scene, were you? had you already delivered that scene somewhere on TikTok or was it new to you? No, it was, it was totally new. They flew me out to uh, California, out to Hollywood, and uh, they put makeup on me, and they threw me up on a metal table and filmed me for about five hours being dead. Five yeah, hours. right. Wow. <laughs> and uh, and have you – I mean, you're clearly a great dead guy. Uh, no insult to you as a living person. You seem like a wonderful living person as well. Uh, <laughs> but you're wonderful dead. Uh, Thank you. Uh, have you have you got any further traction since this initial CSI booking? The only thing I've gotten so far is America Got's Talent has reached out to me, but I don't think that's really much of a talent to. <laughs> so you would go on? They want you to go on America's Got Talent and just lay there dead. I guess I, I don't know. I, I haven't heard back from them. So okay. yeah, right. Okay. So I'm looking at the picture of you playing dead on CSI Vegas. Um, you're in a you're protruding out of a body bag. Your eyes are open. How hard is it while the scene is on not to blink? I think that picture was just in between takes because uh, the actual scene, my eyes are closed. Oh, that's good. That's helpful. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And what has it done to your popularity on TikTok. Have you now blown up? Are you getting requests to turn up to, say, birthday parties or weddings and just be dead in the corner for a while? Someone did ask me the other day to um, play dead at their birthday party. <laughs> and I said, uh, as long as they paid my travel. Yeah, yeah right. you got to chuck a fee on top of that as well, Josh. Yeah. Um, any tips to staying still? Like, what if you get an itch or you need to sneeze or cough or breathe? Oh. You know, you just have to power through it. You got to, you know, go for that shot. Got to, dead bodies don't move, so you got to move even less. <laughs> Certainly in my experience, they're very still, your dead bodies. Josh, the thing I always, that gets me about playing dead is the breathing. How do you not, you know, I because I'm always looking at dead bodies on movies and TV shows going, how are they not breathing? I mean, luckily, you know, like on the show, it's not like they're, focus directly on me, but you know, I, I did hold my breath for about 20 seconds per take. So uh, yeah, right. Did you, was there one particular sort of dead body in a, in a movie or a TV show that you particularly modeled yourself on? Do you have a, a dead body mentor? Not a dead body. Um, Tom Green used to go lay in the middle of the uh, sidewalks on his show. So I took a little inspiration from that, from like the shows in the late nineties. 
And uh, Kevin Costner, let's not forget, one of his first ever roles uh, was playing the dead body in The Big Chill. I did not know uh, that. So, yes. I didn't know that either. Yeah. Uh, uh, so he's the guy that they all come back together to meet again at the funeral of Kevin Costner. Uh, so he went on to have a pretty good career, mm-hmm. to be fair. Uh, so are you hoping this could lead to uh, more of a mainstream acting career? If it happens, I, I'm not opposed to it. But if it doesn't happen, then I'm not going to be upset either because, you know, it's been a fun ride so far. Do you have a, a wife or an ex-wife? No. <laughs> or, or, or an ex-wife. I don't know. I was just thinking. I just I was looking what? at a picture of you laying down and I could just picture some ex-wife going, he better off dad than he was. <laughs> I'm sure a few of my ex-girlfriends have said that. <laughs> And I'm sorry for that really bad American accent. (laughs) (laughs) No, it was great. You nailed it. Uh, Josh Nally, uh, congratulations. You know what? You set a goal. You wanted to achieve something and you did. And that is worthy of praise and support. So well done. And thanks for sharing your time with us here today. Thank you so much. It's Josh Nally. You can find him on the socials at Living Dead Josh. Thanks for your time this morning. Thank you. SAFM Breakfast. SAFM. It's Limo's legend and loser uh, of the week. All right, let's kick it off with our legends. I'm going to nominate Chris Evans, who this week was named by People Magazine as the sexiest man alive. Beck, does he go all right, Chris Evans? Well, I'm not a big Marvel fan. He's from the Marvel chain, isn't he? Yes, Captain I mean, America. I flipped through the, the photos just to be sure, and yeah, he wouldn't chuck mm. him out of bed. Oh, <laughs> well, not until my husband got home. I <laughs> here, um, <laughs> here he is talking about uh, the challenges of getting older. <laughs> used to be in the good old days. I could just eat whatever I wanted, have a couple workouts per week and be okay. That is not the case anymore. It's just not. If I have two beers, I wear it. <laughs> oh. Oh, it is tough. It is tough at the top, I tell you. What is he, 32? Being beautiful doesn't happen on its own. Uh, I'm also going to nominate The Wiggles, who released a song uh, for World Vision this week. Yeah. Yeah, good on The Wiggles. Uh, Beck, any nominations for Legend of the Week? Yes, I would like to nominate Tyron Brumfish, uh, mm. body positivity yeah. activist. Uh, she's just been named South Australia's Australian of the Year. Hey, well done. Very well deserved. Congratulations, Tyron. Yeah, nice. That is brilliant. And all the very best at the Australian of the Year Awards in uh, in January. Uh, Jess Stenson came ninth in the New York Marathon. Yeah. Uh, South Australian superstar right there. But our Legend of the Week is the eight-year-old Indian boy who was bitten by a cobra during the week and he bit the cobra yeah. back, gave it a bit of its own medicine. The boy's fine, the cobra's dead. <laughs> so he is, that eight-year-old Indian boy is our legend of the week. Our losers, well, first I'm going to nominate Donald Trump because most of his nominees at the midterm elections, or most of the Republicans he supported lost. Uh, but Trump is still announcing a run at the presidency. Uh, so in 2024... Uh, this guy, this guy, here. Do something like that uh, <laughs> by injection inside or or almost a cleaning because you see it gets on the lungs and it 
does a tremendous number of the lungs, so it'd be interesting to check that. So that you're going to have to use medical doctors. Uh, you're going to have to use medical doctors. Uh, no, he could be running no. for president yeah. in 2024. Let's just do a quick cognitive test to make sure he's okay. Woman, man, camera, TV. Yeah, he is good to go. Uh, <laughs> so that's exciting news. Uh, but a loser of the way, this is controversial. I'm giving it to someone, Beck, who you love. Oh. It goes to Elmo this week. <gasps> Elmo, no! Yeah, you know it. Uh, and I'm going deep, deep into the archives here. I'm going back to 1991. This is actually an outtake from a, record, a Sesame Street recording. This is Elmo with Robin Williams, mm. right? And this is an outtake where Elmo gets Robin Williams' name wrong. <laughs> Uh, and it's hilarious. So to set the scene, Robin Williams has a big long stick and Elmo's saying, what are the different things you can do with a stick? And Robin Williams is improvising and being very funny. Uh, and then uh, we'll pick it up from there. I have two Academy Awards, Elmo. <laughs> Stuff like that, you know, Elmo, just yeah. simple things. Uh-huh. Yeah. Whoa. And you know, I'll tell you what I'm going to do with this stick. What? I'm going to give it to you. Oh, thank you, Mr. Robbins. <laughs> Mr. Robbins? <laughs> Taking the stick back, Elmo. (laughs) I only had three lines! (laughs) Oh, come on. Mr. Robbins. Robin Robbins. Robin Robbins. If you go, if you see the actual video, it's hilarious because Elmo just starts sinking down behind the bench so you can't see. And then in the end, it's just two eyes poking over the top of it's very funny, but congratulations to Elmo Aww. from 1991, <laughs> winning our with a big smile, loser of the week. <laughs> SAFM Breakfast. Catch up on the podcast now on the listener app. Search L I S T N R. SAFM.